Okay, so today's daf we learn daf mem aleph daf mem aleph, and so the Gemara begins. Israel If there are two Israelim and one kohen, kohen. What happens is if they're working free, walking three people together, together. That's where the Mefarshim explain it. Then you should place the kohen in the middle as a sign of respect. When is that the case? When they're all equal in their Torah learning together. If one of them is a Talmud Chacham, then he has an advantage over a coin, as we've seen a number of times, that the Mamsin Etachaver, the Chaver, meaning the Talmud Chacham, should go in the middle. So, Rabbi Bashur ben Levi, Ma'amai lo birachti lifnei kohen, velo hinachti Yisrael lebarech lefarai. In other words, despite the fact Rabbi Bashur ben Levi was clearly head and shoulders above everyone else, in his, in his life, he always tried to make sure a Kohen would go before him. And that is why Ma'afulda says, That is just because he tried to really assert the Hashibot, the importance of a Kohen and Levi, back to their, uh, how they're meant to be. However, it says, He didn't allow Israel to, to make a bracha before him. What does this mean? Which is interesting because the the, the Reb Chaim says because he was a levi, so therefore he wanted to really assert the kuna Livia in Israel sort of paradigm. However, the Maharam here, Rav Fulda quotes a Maharam. He says not garas lo berech Israel Israel lefanai, not lo hinachti Israel berech lefanai, rather lo birech Israel lefanai. What's the difference? The reason why he has that girsa seems to be that there's no. Without Bamakom Shen Kohen, a Levi, there's no precedence of a Levi over in Israel. Okay, so therefore, what it means is, is that it was always it's part and parcel of the same idea. Meaning, when when there was a coin around, I let the coin go before me, despite the fact I was such a Tamachacham that when in the absence of a Kohen, no one ever took precedence in front of me. That's more the point. So you'd have to read it together, but that doesn't work with the girls we have in front of us. Let's continue. Ravudan Pazi Bishem Rabalaza says, Kol Kohen Shu Omed Bibeta Kness Venoset Kapava Verba Ase. If a Kohen happens to be in Shul and he doesn't do Birka Kohen, he violates the, the mitzvah Ase of Kotavachul Ben Esra. So Rabbi Yehuda Ben Pazi Karhavit Tashish, when he was weak and not feeling well, Havichazi Greshe, what he would do, he'd wrap something around his head, but he would stand behind an Amuda, behind a pillar. Why would he do that? In other words, when he was he was a kohen, when it was too weak to do birka kohenin, he made it clear that um, that to everybody the reason why he couldn't allow uh, uh, ole, why he couldn't be, go up to do the the the, um, the birka kohen, the birka kohenim. So if he wrapped something around his head and stand in that place on the side, so Rabalazar nafikle lebarav. Rabalazar, when he wasn't able to do so, he would go outside, so he wouldn't violate the mitzvah dasi. Good. Okay, let's continue. Rav Acha, Rav Tanchuma, Rav Bichir said, "B'Shem Reb Simlai." Yishu Kolak Kolim. What happens if a city that's full of Kolim? So Kolam Nosin the Kapehem. They all get up to do Brak Kolim. Lemihin Melvarachim. You don't have a Kehila. Who are they making bracha for? Says in the third, there's no Tzibur in front of them. So we said, "Lachachem Shepetzafon and Laachachem Lachachem Shebedaro, Lachachem Shebemizrach or Lachachem Shemarama." Meaning all around. Omi One Acharehem. And who is going to answer the Amen? And we say Hanashi Vatap. The Nashi Vatap, the women and children in the Shul, they would say the Amen of the Bracha. Okay, let's continue. Tanya Baye Berebi Binyan, Ha'ombim Lachre Konim, Einum Bichlal Bracha. People that stand behind the Kohanim, they're not part of the Bracha Konim. Now, why is that so? If you look at the Rosh Cerulio, he explains as follows It's referring to him, those that are Toch Beit Knesset, 
those are inside shul and lo anisei, and they not there's nothing stopping them from moving from their positions. The in meaning they're they're in shul and, and they're able to be in shul, and nothing's preventing them from being in shul. The ina bracha chashuva lahem laakor raglehem. And because it doesn't seem to appear that the bracha is important to them that they're going to move, lavol if now come to go in front of the kohanim, ol yot mitbarchim panim keneged panim kedin, and be blessed face to face, as it meant to be. Hilkach einim b'chal bracha. Therefore, they're not included in the bracha kohanim. In other words, by them not moving through their through their actions or their lack of action, more to be more accurate, they're demonstrating the loich batlehem. They don't care about the bracha kohanim. So therefore, fine, you're not b'chal la bracha. What about the Gemara continues? I'm living for now kohanim. Which means that, what, that if, if, if he's standing in front of the Kohanim, then even an iron wall, um, the bracha will penetrate and be covered by the bracha. So it's not an inch. Again, I think, this is, I think the point of the Gemara here is this is not an inion of like a reception where, where the bracha can reach or not. I mean, if you're behind, the bracha can't reach there. It's nothing to do with that. It can penetrate iron walls. Um, rather, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's a matter of your attitude. If you want to be behind the coin, fine. You don't want to power the bracha lifra. Okay, haumdim and studying. What about those to the sides? Are they part of the bracha? Well, so in Eshminamia, how do we learn from the laws of, of, of um, mechatat? If someone's doing hazayot, this is again, he's got the mechatat. Mechatat here, this is someone who is tamemet. They've got the ashes of pradoma, they sprinkle it on the, on the spring waters. That water is now used, used as part of the purification process of someone who is tamemet. So he, 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 he wished to sprinkle in front of him and it reached a visa lacharav. And it happened to go backwards. Lacharav, he, he wanted to sprinkle behind him visa lefanav and some sprinkled in the other direction. The hazayah is not right, right? Because he's, where he intended to go is not where it went. And the hazayah, the sprinkling requires kavana. Lefanav, what if he wanted to sprinkle in front of him? Visa stadim shalafanav. Some people some don't actually have a girasa of Shalafanav as well. Another Gemara in Shami doesn't have a girasa. But the idea is it goes to the sides. Then we say, that's still considered okay. Meaning, despite the fact, you know, and it went sidewards and hit someone on the sides, they are, they, they, they've, they've received the Mechatat as part of the purification process. So they say, from this we see, we see from here that even those standing on the side, meaning to the sides of the Kohanim, we learn from Mechatat, that this seems that they are considered part of the bracha, meaning it's still considered mitkaven to be part of the bracha. That's we, how we can see the parallel. So Amar of Chista, Chazan Yisrael. Now this is really interesting. What it means is the Chazan has to be in Israel. Now what does a Chazan mean? There's, there are two different ways of explaining it. Um, first, we understand why Chazan Yisrael has to be because it says in Bekokonim Emor Lahem, you have to say to the Kohanim. The, 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 to, to, to give the bracha. Now, which, what, what are we to, referring to? There are two things we can understand. One is we're referring to we, someone in shul shouts, kohanim, meaning instructs them to give the bracha. The other understanding is if we're referring to milah b'milah. So the mafarshim here say we're actually referring to not the shaliach tzibur, who would say milah b'milah, etc., even though that's also learned from the same pasuk, but rather here, the, here we're referring to the Chazan, meaning Chazan Akneset, meaning the person, the Shamash, someone in Shul, someone, the person in Shul, that instructs the Kohanim to give the bracha, that has to be in Israel to do so. They have to be instructed. Um, it's because it says, uh, the Pasuk said, as you said, the Morlehem. So it says, Rav Nachman bar Yitzhak Amar, Imaya Kohen Echad, Omer Kohen, Imayu Shnaim Omer Kohanim, which is, we're not, we're not familiar with that. Meaning, 
that if, if there's only one coin in shul, you say kohen as opposed to koanim. The halacha we, we practice, like according to the Bavli, is if there's only one kohen in shul, he just goes up on his own. You don't say koanim. Um, but in any event, the Rishalmi says, if there's one koanim, you instruct in kohen, and if there's two, you say koanim. Now, um, I'll, I'll read the Rishalmi in a moment. So, however, even if there's only one koan, the person instructing them, the Israel, to say, to, to say the bracha, he also says koanim. Why? Because he's not referring to individuals. Because he's referring to the shevet, and the, the group word for shevet of koan is koanim. So even, the, in other words, it's appropriate, even if a yachid's coming up to Rebekah to do so. Now, um, what's interesting here is our practice is, I'll read the Haredim. It says, Okay? The Bible says, if there's only one, you don't, only one coin, you don't call out coin. Nonetheless, you still makre afilu the Chazans, the, the, now the Shlech Tzibor, I should say, he still says, Yevarechecha, and the Kohen responds, Yevarechecha. Shemimilat emor yafilin likrot v'likarot. We also, Lakrot, sorry, we, we learn from that same Pasuk, emor lahem, two things. One is to tell them to do Kibirkakonim, and also to read them word for word. Which is interesting, because if you think about it, our practice is then for an inherent stirrup. If there's a Yachid, you either, you just shouldn't do either of them, or you should do both. But nonetheless, it seems to be that's a that the Kabbalah Chachamim in the situation of one, which is our practice, that if there's only one Kohen, you still you don't you don't call him to do Brikakwanin, but nonetheless, you um you still do Mikra Mila Mila. Okay, let's learn let's next halacha. Someone's davening and he and he makes a mistake, it's a bad siman, it's a bad indication to such an individual. If it's an error, we say how siman that it's actually bad siman for the sibor. Why? Because the shleach sibor is representing that sibor, and therefore um, it's a bad siman for the sibor. When you used to dub people unwell, the Omer would be able to come out and say, This person's going to live, this person's in trouble. How do you know? If the tefillah seems to go fluid in my mouth, I know the tefillah is going to be accepted. Is, is, is accepted. However, in love, if not, if things seem to be disrupting me, and the general understanding is it doesn't mean the chole, some people say it does mean the chole, but it actually means the tefillah itself. The tefillah itself is metoraf, it's not, not going to be mitkabel. Okay, that, in other words, Baruch Hu engineered that he didn't want my tefillah that, that, that day. That's why he made it difficult for me. Okay? So Rav Achabar Yitzhak Amar Bilvad Ba'avot. What does this mean? This means, this is only, this is referring, what's Bilvad Ba'avot? If you have a look at um, Reb Chaim, he says, Hadetnan Siman Ralo Bilvad Im Ta'abavot, if you talk about the first Prakha on Shepon Asra. That's what it, that's, uh, that's where the Gemara stands. So Amru Allah. So Ma'asib Rav Gamliel Shechala Beno. It was in Rav Gamliel with his son who came unwell. And they sent two Talmuds They sent to the Talmud to Rabbi Chinim Bedosa to Daven for Amar Lun, he said to, he said to them, or said to us, really, Hamtinuli, wait for me, Ad Shayalel Aliyah. I'm going to go to my Aliyah, my attic, and to Daven. Alali Aliyah, very well. He went up, Daven, and came down. Amar Lehem Batuach Anishin Shenanuach Benosh Rabban Gamliel Michol Cholio. I am quite certain that what. 
that the Rafu has come for the son of Raman Gamliel. The the uh, the Choli has receded, if you like. This Siamuane marked the time and says, but at that moment, they, in other words, the Mechaven, at that moment when he said, I'm sure there's the 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 uh, the there's the Choli is lifted, that they heard that at that exact t- same time that the son Tavam Azoni asked for food. So Mamash Mitkavanasha. So Amram Shmuel Barachamani, in Kivanta Epidcha Batvila, if you had proper Kavana during your Tvila, Tiem Vusar, you should be you should know Shinishma Tvila Techa, that your Tvila is going to be heard. Why Matam Tachin Libam? If you prepare or mitkaven your lev, takshiva znecha that um, it sounds like your tefillah is going to be heard. What, now, what's interesting here, I saw that Yafet quoted that Yafet that Yafet Mare explains. What do you mean if you have kavani and daven? What it means is we've seen already a few times that even the tamidi chachamim, the Mararayim, had incredible difficulty having any kavana whatsoever in daven. So then if somehow you were zocher to have kavana during davening, a kavana that even the moraim in the, in the in Yerushalmi weren't zocher to have, that's a siman, what? That's a siman min shamayim that this tefillah is mitkabel. It's not saying that anyone who gets up and daven davens has kavana. Because not anyone can get up and daven and have kavana. So therefore it must, it means that if you, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed you, if you like it, or Messiah assisted you to have such an incredible kavana in davening, then you know that then that's, that's one way of understanding the Gemara. You can be certain your tefillah was mitkabel was received. Okay, what was heard? Okay, so Amar of Yoshua ben Levi, Ima Susi Ptotav Shel Adam Tnuva, if your if the um, if your uh, if the, your lips in davening seem to flow, you should know that your tefillah is also heard. It's a it's a good tidying that was heard. So my time it says bora bore nivsvatayim shalom shalom rochok rochok lekarov amashem urfati. So what bore nivsvatayim? Nivsvatayim is the words of the mouth. So the way Reb Chaim I think explains it. No, it wasn't Reb Chaim, it was somebody else, sorry. It was, yeah, the Haredim, sorry, yes, it was. In other words, Perush Rashi, Shehaniv Bari Ba'adam, Az Muftach Alav Shalom. Meaning, if your nifsa time, your lips, your mouth is Bari, is clear, then you're clear that what? You're going to have Shalom, Shalom, as the Passover continues. That's another uh, indication of, uh, if you have a clear tefillah, it's a good, it's good sim. A, a clear kavan in davening, it's a good, if you like sim. So, Hadron Alach, Ein Omdim, Hadrachan Ayomdim, Hadrachan Ayomdim, Ein Omdim, let's now begin the sixth Perik. What bracha should one make on fruit? Our parity line when it comes to fruit from a tree, who make bread prayer eats is familiar. Make bread prayer Chutz, except for fruit that comes from a, tr- tr- a particular tree that turns into wine. Chutz mina yain she'al yain because it's chashuv. Or Mary says bread prayer gafel. But our parity arts anything that's produced from the ground. We say who or Mary bread prayer dama. What's the exception to that? That chutz mina pat once again pat is very chashuv. Therefore, shall pat when it comes to bread who Mary hamotzi lechem mina arts. While there are corn and comes to vegetable, Homer borei priyadama as well. And Rabbi Yehuda says, no, we have a, refine, a specific bracha because the idea is the more the, the more specific a bracha, the greater the kavod it is. So therefore, he says borei mina deshaim. He creates more uh, these types of uh, herbs or plants or grass. <laughs> so let's continue. Keitzad mevarachin apero. It says k'tiv la'shem ha'aretz umloa tevel biyoshpera. That meaning Kadosh Baruch Hu. To him is the whole world and its, and, and its entire contents. So therefore, if that's the case, if someone gets in half in the world, he's over in Islamic until the mitzvot is matir. What's atirlo mitzvot? If you have a look at what Rukhaim says, 
כל מצוות שנסתבו עליהם, כגון הפרשת תרומת המאסו, וכן ברכה שעל זה נתיר ההם לו. And he says, in, in other words, if you want to eat fruit from the ground, make sure you perform the mitzvahs associated with it, otherwise you're, you're over in Israel Me'ilah. That's what it means, until, until the mitzvot permit you to eat it. In other words, the stam status of food is not allowed to eat it. When a Kodesh Baruch says you can eat it, if you mafish shumas it must mean that's the hetah for it. Or he also adds brachot. What's interesting here, the Rosh Zerulio adds other things. He says, or matzah belel pesach, or maru. What allows you to eat? How do you know you're allowed to eat these, these, these things? That's because there's a mitzvah associated with it. So once you do the mitzvah, it allows you to eat. Um, uh, or also, well, and, and they also make it easier, but then Okay, uh, let's continue. So just for your, for your benefit, the puzzle, context of the puzzle is actually talking about Kila Akerim. Kilea Kerem is the prohibition of planting wheat and barley in a vineyard, or, or just, let's say, grain in a vineyard. There's different understandings. We'll learn about them in Sefikilai in more detail. Um, but the understanding is that if you do that, it'll become tiktash, tukabbaesh, it has to be burnt. However, the Gemara doesn't understand it, that pasuk in this way for our benefit in the context of this Gemara. It says, pentikdash hamlea. The understanding is what? Ha'ulam kulo umloa asui kerem. The entire world, because it's tiktash hamlo. Um, is understanding like the same understanding. The whole world is is Kadosh like a Kerem. And, and just like a Kerem, again, Maparashim here, Haredim, Marfulda, they, oh, sorry, Nemosha, I should say, it explains that it is just, just like with a Kerem and Netaravai in the fourth year, you're not allowed to eat the fruit without a Pidyon. Because in the fourth year of a plant's life, that we, the period of it is. Um, the payroll is like masushini. You have to take your shame and eat it there. If you want to eat it, you have to do a pidyon on it. So, so too, all the fruit of the world is like, like netaravai, if you like, or kerem ravai that needs some sort of pidyon or mao pidyon. What's a pidyon for, the, for that? That's a bracha. That's a bracha you make before food. That's what allows you to eat it. Okay. So this is another, we're bringing more psukim to talk about the fact that the, the basis of the, the requirement of bracha. So Rabbi Chisya, Rabbi Yirmi, Rabbi B'Shem, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, says, Amat Lashem, Hashem atatovati balalecha. So we're going to look, look at this pasuk and break it up in different ways. It says, Im achalta birachta, if you eat and made a bracha, kibiachal kiilul mishel cha achalta. It's if you ate from your own. What's that mean? I'll read Rashi. Darish krahachi. This is Reb Chaim again. He explained then the pasuk as follows. Im amarta lahashem. If you say, Im amarta lahashem. In other words, you make a bracha. Marta lahashem. Hashem ata. Um, again, this is the pasuk Hashem Ata, meaning Shabrachta Kibechol Mishachachachta. It's as if you are like the Adon of this fruit, that it's as if it's yours. In other words, Kibechol Mishachachta, Kibechol Tova Mishli didn't come from me. In other words, Tovati Balalecha, I mean, it didn't come from me, it's your, your Tova. So, Dvarachar Tovati Balalecha, and as Mevali Ani Tovati Bekufcha. Mevali is like like uh, like sort of that are bluim, meaning that mivlae um, that they're worn out clothing. So all my tova, all my good will be worn out in you if you again make brachas that I'm um, giving over the top. That's a different girsi. You got yichlulu probably here, but the Rebbe Chaim's girsi zivlulu and from balul. That what's going to happen? Yivlulu tovat in a tovati balalecha. So yivlulu kolatovot. All my good will be mixed up. The avolecha will come to you. So, because Baal means there is none, like it's a negative. 
So what's the saying? Tovati balalecha. Don't read in the negative, rather read in the positive. Tovati will be yivlol, will be all mixed up and come towards. Okay. So amrava, amrava, chamau balalecha. What's he, he understands it as the kapshuto and the pasuk that it's a negative. Balalecha means she'eni nevi tova alulam, that I won't bring any tova to the world, mi baladecha without you. That's just like with the parasite to Yosef. And without you, meaning your involvement, no, uh, no, no person can yarim yad, I think it was. That's a pasuk. Let's continue. Tenor Bichir brings a different, he, he brings another idea of Rabbrach. It says, it says by, again, Kerem Ravai, Ponet Ravai says, Kodesh Hilulim. What's Kodesh Hilulim? You see that, that it's Kodesh, but it's got two Hilulim. Halel is in the plural. We learned that when it, therefore, when it comes to this food, it needs two halels. In other words, a bracha before it and a bracha after it. From here, the Rabbi Kiva reads the source. You cannot eat anything without making a bracha first. So, what's Lebei Chanvata? Now, Lots of different understandings of what this is. However, I'll just, I'll read you Reb Chaim because he, he doesn't have Lebei Chanvata. He says, Sarkun Lemei Chatata. Different Girsa. Lemei Chatata. What that means is, already still in their time, Reb Chaim says, Still in that time of Rebbe Chagai, Rebbe Yirmeh, they still had the Mei Chatat. Letaher Mitumatamet. Which is quite interesting. Uh, this, this is after Chuba. And they went to Hazia, or, or maybe La Kadesh Mechatat. But what did he do? He went to go there and Kafatz, he jumped, Rab Chagai, Ubarech Alei, who jumped to do the bracha of the, the Brechata Mitzvah, meaning Al Haza or La Kiddush. Hazaya means he actually used to sprinkle on some of the Kiddush, is when you get the Eifra of the Mechat, of, of the, of the Paradama, and sprinkle it on the spring water itself to create the Mechat. Um, so Amar Lei, Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya said, Yehuda Varata, you did right, Shakola mitzvot to unot bracha, because all mitzvot require a bracha before it. So man shkol mitzvot to unot bracha, how do we know mitzvot require brachot? We've been talking about food till now. So Rabbi Chuma, Rabbi Tamchuma, Rabbi Abba Barkhana, B'Shem Rabbi Lazar, it says, Ve'etne lecha et luchot ha'even, I'll give you the luchot, ha-Torah ba-mitzvah. In a pasuk it says, Hikish Torah le-mitzvot. Ma-Torah, just as we know, when it comes to Birkata Torah, you need to make brachot. So too, af mitzvah, af mitzvah to an abracha. So too, when it comes to mitzvot, by way of it, like this uh, hekesh, between the two of them, that they require, brachot require, sorry, mitzvot require brachot as well. So Rav Yochanan nasab zeta, he took a zait, uberech lafanab locharav. He made a bracha before and after. He made, he made bray praets, and he also made a bracha ma'in shalosh after. That's where, that's where the Hasidim explains. By Rechia Barva, mistakelba, and Rechia Barva was looking at him, in a, and a look that uh, Rabbi Yochanan understood that he wasn't pleased with his practice. So Amar Lee Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Bavlai, the Babylonian, because he's from Babel, Lama Why are you looking at me that way? Don't you, don't, you, don't you know this tradition? Don't you know this halacha that anything from Min Sheva? Because it says, the Pasuk Mufurosh talks about the Shivat Amini, um, that Eretz um, Chetavah etc. Do you know that it, 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 it requires a bracha before and after? So why are you surprised that I met a bracha before and after? And the response was, um, so itle, he says, yeshlo, meaning the Gemara says he knew, Rebchia, that, that it's minshev requires. Umat sarichle, what was, what was bothering him? The issue was, is he had one olive. 
And the bracha chrona, you make a bracha on a kazai, the size of an olive. But the problem is, he took the pip out. So therefore, the pip has reduced its shear for less than a kazai. So then the Gemara responded, one second, the late lay Rabbi Yochanan, doesn't Rabbi Yochanan have that opinion that, that, that if you, when you remove the pip, the pip reduces it from the size of a kazai, and you should have made a bracha. So ma'abili Rabbi Yochanan, so what did Rabbi Yochanan, how did, why did Rabbi Yochanan make a bracha after it? We said, Mishum Bria. It's different. He says, because it was a full uh, Bria, meaning a full uh, Priya on its own, he says, even if less than a kazai, if you have a Bria, you'd be able to make the bracha on it. Okay. So that's a shit. Just one, one question, Rabbi. Okay. If I may. This base Genvasa, um, if I look at the name Moshe, it says it was the Genvani. He came to the fruit store and, and, and they, were, they were used to bring the fruits home, but he couldn't wait. And so he jumped in Keilu and made a brocha on the fruits already in the fruit store and didn't wait till the Mishloach was brought home. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. That's a Pnei Moshe. As I said, everyone brings different explanations. No, but what, what you said was but the Mechatat. I didn't understand what you say with the Mechatat. I, didn't, I right. didn't follow that at all. What, well, I'll what, tell you why the Pnei Moshe is difficult. The Pnei Moshe is difficult is because he's talking about eating food. Correct? Yeah. The, the, the Gemara itself is not talking about eating food. The Gemara itself is talking about brachot related to mitzvot. Correct? Uh-huh. The Gemara as it continues talking about bracha litnei vacharei mitzvot. Okay. So therefore, the gears of, of um, the Reb Chaim has is has to do something with mechatat, either either kiddush mechatat or or sprinkling the mechatat on an individual. That's why his gears is different, and that connects it to a mitzvah. And now it makes sense that the bracha was related to something connected to a mitzvah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you have a look, I'll, I'll read you another parish. If you want to, if you want to have a little survey. Lebein Chanvata, according to Marafuld, it says, L'makom shedanin basham beidina. The Haredim says that they had, that they had policemen or, or checkers or accountants in every store to check the ways, the, right. the, the, the scales of everybody, that they wouldn't, that they wouldn't uh, overcharge them or undercharge or whatever. Correct. So that's, that's a claim. As I said to you in the Shia, every, every single person is in a different way. You can understand the tension here because the Subya itself is talking about a bracha related to a mitzvah. Yeah. That's why even yeah. the, the Penosha might be simple to understand. The, the kasha on him is, you're talking about berchata peirot, but why is he responding? You did the right thing because you're meant to make a bracha on mitzvah. Unless there's a particular mitzvah he was performing. But that, that's, that's why mm-hmm. you've got, uh, again, I'll, I'll, you've right. got uh, either mechatat or it's got to do with the shotrim going to the chanuyot or it's got, um, or, or as I said, bechanvata seems to have got to do with a din of some sort, a bait din of some sort. Okay. Um, and he, he also, by the way, you can see in the marafolder on your own time, but he also brings catches on the shit that says it's not got to do, it has, it has, that can be related to a mitzvah. Thank you. Okay. Kolto, have a good day.